Hey, hey, this is Spraymakers, the water skiers podcast that dives deep to make you better. Listen as the boys talk about how you can better coach your buddies. Okay, so I mean, water skiing is obviously uh, it's obviously a, a, a singular sport, right? I mean, it's it's a it's a kind of a one man show out there, but but it is and it isn't, right? I mean, you're always going to have a driver, and you're almost always going to have a spotter or someone watching you, and 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 I just see, you know, I watch people around my lake, and 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 lately I've just seen a lot of people, you know, taking on the role as coach, you know. So now it's. So now it's not, you're not just out there on an island anymore. You actually, you have someone in the boat and, and just, you know, the, the more I travel and, and the more I think, you know, maybe information like, like, like we're putting out on spray makers and, and, you know, information we're putting out in the past through the magazines, you know, I think people are, are trying to, to take a more active role in their friends skiing, right? They're not just, um, spotters for safety and they're not just, you know, cheerleaders when someone does something awesome, um, they're trying to take a more active role in, in helping their friends get better. So I, I thought, you know, I just think there are some real cardinal rules on, on how to be an effective coach because, um, you know, if you just look back through our, our previous episodes, it's not really about a hundred tips, you know, it's about, you know, like you like to say the 30,000 foot view and it's helping, you know, it's helping your buddy on the water, um, you know, evaluate really what's going on and, and, and not just throwing, not, not just tipping him to death, if you will. Cause I, I, I see it too much and I experienced it too much when I was a younger skier. Yeah. I think, you know, it's really, it's really, a your, your ski buds are your closest friends. I mean, you know, in the summertime, yeah. you know, I, I, I have my summertime buds and I have my snow ski wintertime buds, you know? So when you're out there and you're, you know, you're at the lake and, and you're spending time with those guys, they're your eyes, they're your ears, you know, they're, they're the ones seeing you day to day. And, and, um, so, so there is, there is a part of this that you, you, you know, we, we do rely on them heavily. We need, we obviously can't ski by ourselves. So, you know, we, we need these, these, uh, observers and friends and, and they do morph into kind of, you know, your second set of eyes and, yeah. and then that's and actually, then, that's a better way of saying it. And I, uh, and I want to interrupt you again. Yeah. That's a better way of saying it though. You're not necessarily, you're, that's a good thing to keep in mind. You're not trying to be their coach unless you are a coach. You're a second set of eyes. I, they, I love the way you said that. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean that that's what they are. And so there's many ways that you can have a second set of eyes. You know, I, I use a, you know, I use a wake eye and a GoPro and, and I video my sets, you know, so that I can take yeah. that. I, I actually remove that out of, out of my equation, but um, I'm always open to people giving me input uh, that I can then yeah. digest. I might not be able to take it right when, right when they give it to me. I mean, I'll, I'll take it as in, it's like I make a mental note of what they said, but I will find time later on in that day or that night or the following morning or whatever to analyze what someone said, yeah. because I've had, yeah. I've literally had, I've been, you know, going through slumps in my life and I've allowed a person, an observer in the boat that does not water ski. How about that? You know, like I had somebody yeah. in there and, and uh, I was going through a slump and uh, this is the reverse of what we're talking about, but they happen to like throw a comment like, Hey man, it really looks like <laughs> on this side, it's really lopsided. And they said something like so abstract that it didn't really make sense in, in, you know, water ski talk. <laughs> but yeah. when I digested it, I, I literally went, that is actually exactly what's going on. 
And I went back to him and, you know, and I just said, Hey, you know what? You had some great insight there. It was out of the box for me in the way mm-hmm. you delivered it. And that thus it was out of the box when I came, you know, when I, when I interpreted it and, and now I can apply it. So, but anyway, they're, they're, yeah. they're your eyes on the, on the prize, you know, but really one of the things that over my, you know, my career in this sport that I've uh, really tried to stick to is I'm not a big fan of tips. I'm not a big fan of, you know, that thing like, Hey, you know, just squeeze your elbow in at the finish of the turn or, you know, like these little, (laughs) these little, uh, when you put your hand on, put your hand on soft, you know, don't, don't grab the handle too hard. Like I understand but yeah. so so when you get a tip, you have to be able to interpret it to the to the 30,000 foot view. And so that's where yeah. you get into a really dangerous situation when you when you have non coaches coaching is that yeah. they're not following any sequence. You and I, when we watch a skier ski, you and I as professional coaches, we basically run through a checklist of what are they doing? Well, yep. what are their weakest links? You know, oh, they are. They are uh, deficient in this aspect uh, of their skiing, but that's so much less important to focus on than yeah. the bigger problem, which is back up and whether, whether that be gates or whether that be stack or, you know, the more, the bigger thing. So you and I as coaches are prioritizing that. And when I see buds and friends in the boat coaching each other, we tend to see it going more towards that tip. And then the other thing you have to be very careful of is that whatever one person is having success with, they're going to want to tell you that it's, it's Mm. what's going to help your skiing too, man. Like you Uh, need this carbon, carbon copying, carbon copy. Right. And, and, and and every one of us are, are, uh, are even as a coach, I've gone through the periods of that where I was having success with something and really trying to kind of work through it and, and do it. So, Anyway, I mean, I think that's a, that's, yeah, I was guilty thing. of it when I was younger, for sure. I, absolutely. You know, I think we all, you know, in, 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 as I was, you know, sort of like you said, like, like steps. So as I was, as I was honing in on this, on this process that there, you know, this, this strict order that leads, you know, cause and effect and cause and effect, um, I've definitely been guilty of carbon copying. And I can even look back to being coached as a kid, you know, by some of the greatest skiers on the planet and, and, they were absolutely guilty of carbon copying, you know, because there's a difference between an athlete and a skier. I'm sorry, an athlete and a coach. Um, so, and I guess definitely not suggesting stay away from coaching your buddies. I think we're going the exact opposite on this. Let's yes, coach your buddies, help your buddies be, be their second set of eyes. But I think quite easily we can come up with, you know, just some strategy. So you're, you're by far the most effective, um, ski buddy in the group you're, you're going to be the guy that that or the girl that people want to have hop in the boat so i think and i think you started off perfectly avoid that carbon copying right like you know because i i always you know and i'll tell people too like hey i have this one thought that goes through my head and, and i'm not that's not a directive i'm not telling you to do this but it's you know here's the one thought that pops through my mind and and and, and it works because i've done a b and c before so av- avoid carbon copying like just because you you know feel pressure on the outside of your hand as you lead this leave the second wake that 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 can't be a directive that can't be a cornerstone right um so yes avoid carbon copying don't don't just you know try and 
instill onto others what like those little keys that are working for you without explaining the whole picture if you understand the whole picture um and that's where that's where we uh, need to get to that's where we need to get to is that to be a great ski partner to be a great observer and to be able to help your buddies out it is it is important that you understand the the 30,000 foot view uh, concepts very in depth. You know, I, I, I like to I like to challenge people to write down, you know, let's do a sequence from pulling out for the gates to turning two ball. I want you to write me down a list of what should be happening at every moment that you're that you're moving around in those zones and, and start writing it down. And, and you'll you'll find real quick you'll be able to write three, three sentences on a specific aspect of, of, of a turn or this or that, but you're going to come to points where you want to just skip right through and go to, Oh yeah, well now I'm in the pre-turn. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you realize yeah. like, Oh wait, I was really good at stack and now I'm in the pre-turn, but I didn't really have very much to write about in that transition zone. And so yeah. you got to find those weaknesses so that you understand these things, you know? So I, I just think yeah. that's the key, you know, and, and reading a magazine or, or like we said, like reading a book, like, yes, you get tidbits, but the tidbits aren't for you to necessarily just run out there and try them while skiing. It, and, and if they do work, like if you, if you get a tidbit from a buddy or from a magazine or from, you know, spray makers or whatever it is, go out and try it. And then what you need to really do is break it down and understand, wait, why is this tip helping me? Like, what is the, what is that 30,000? Yes, ask, 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 ask why, ask why, ask why. Yes. And I like, you know, I, I was, uh, I had the opportunity to coach, um, coach a woman, um, a couple weeks ago in Dallas and, um, and I, you know, I, I'm not gonna say we had a confrontation, but, but we, you know, we had a moment where, where I, you know, I gave her a directive, but then I said, but hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to tell you why, because I need you to understand cause and effect. And, and the response was, I don't want to know why I just, I just want you to tell me what to do. And I'm like, no, listen, like, you know, as, as much as it would benefit me to not tell you what to do, because if I don't, if, or sorry, it would benefit me not to tell you why, because then the second I leave, you're stuck and you're going to need me to come back. So, I mean, in the long run, that's going to benefit me fiscally, but that's not the way I coach. You, you need to understand why this is happening. You need to understand, and you need to understand why, what, what piece of the puzzle this one thing I'm asking you to do is. Um, so anyway, I'll get myself back on track here. So yes, try, try, uh, <clears throat> Try and avoid carbon copying. Try and avoid just throwing a hundred little tips at somebody, right? Uh, I think really important is ask questions. You, 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 it's far more important what their sensation was than what than simply what you saw, you know. And and that's that's at any level of coaching. I'm I typically typically I'm going to start every interaction with a question, you know, is in like why did why or what was the first thing that fell out for you. You know, and, and you'll be surprised. Like there, there might have been five little things that you thought were so important that that skier wasn't even aware of until you know X happened. So ask questions. You know, don't you know that your role as a as a ski partner or, or as a de facto coach, it's not it's not to conv- to convey how much you know. It's it's keep in mind like you're only there to to help to help your ski partner to help your help your buddy out so don't don't avoid those big long diatribes of you know the huge dissertations 
just just ask questions just find out you know what 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 what, what they're feeling and, and and don't be afraid to ask like why would you have done this you know very few mistakes are 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 you know they exist in a vacuum you know they're usually a trickle down of something else why why do you think you're dropping your head at one ball stuff like that mm. yeah i mean that that that's 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 the knowledge that people need to, to hear. And, you know, when you were talking, it, you, you said you said the word observe. And then I realized, wait, that's what the person is that's sitting there turned back to you, looking at you while you ski. They're an observer. So yeah. you're not necessarily you don't need to like when like when I'm skiing, I, I would love for people to say, hey, it looks I'm seeing something happening here, you know, and then and then we go into what you just said ask the question, what, why do you think that you're dropping your shoulder at the finish of the turn there? Or, you know, it, you're making a school bus turn on this side. Like, why do you think that that's happening? You know, because it, yeah. it, it, and then it goes right back to, to something we've talked about before. You know, when you see a person drop their shoulder at the finish of the turn, then you might have some, something that, that some tidbit that you picked up along the way and you, and then you pass that along to the skier. And the skier yeah. start is like, oh yeah, and then it then it starts working, right? So it worked for them. Well, the really big question is, was that a band aid to mistakes that were yeah. happening beforehand, or was that actually your weakest link in in your in your equation, and they nailed it spot on? And so you know that that's a the, the band-aid versus the real fix are very important things that and and the reason why you should be seeking out coaching uh for any any you know any level of skier i mean i, I coach uh free skiers yeah. all the way through uh pros you know so yep. it's not yep. this is something that you're always you're always seeking out you know and then you know i think ultimately you need to be the the commander of your, of your ship, you know? So when people are giving you input, you need to be able to grab that input. They may be saying it in a way that's like, you know, an old school guy could jump in the boat and tell me something from, you know, that he remembers from the eighties or something. And so am I going to just slam my hip up and, and yank on the boat? No, but he might have highlighted something yeah. Or he's at least highlighting an area of weakness. Everybody notices things that are weak points. So, you know, be able to grab yourself and go, hmm, what are they really saying? You know, and that's where you were getting at, like have the dialogue. But the other yep. thing is, man, do you need to make your set 45 minutes long? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, like you and I have talked about this before. Like, that's another thing that just kills yeah. me too is, is, you know, I mean, I'm a talker. And people, you know, when, when I'm coaching, people people want to sit in the water at the end. But, I mean, I've sat there and talked so long that I can see the fog come over their eyes. You know, I've see, <laughs> I can see that they're not only have I gave them too much information and too much to think about. Now I've spun their, their whatever you want to call it, that 30,000 foot view, like their equation. It just got erased. And they're yeah. trying to figure out how to, how to put it back together. It's like having the Rubik's Cube. You thought you had it all put together and then I came in and just jumbled it. And now you're like, wait, I can't figure out how to get those to come back the right way. You know, so, you know, I think that's another thing that that people just beat up with their feet up is just 
too much talking, <laughs> too much talking. Yeah, I know. You know, and that reminds me of, uh, and I never actually was coached by him often, but, but if we just go back to the pre radar days, um, when, when we were all at HO, uh, including Mike Ferraro, he, he, it was, he was famed for using very, very, very few words. And I, and I, I think like during one of, one of our projects, you know, he was there and coached me in the boat. And I remember like, and I probably learned from him, but I, I just remember he never did anything other than ask me one or two questions at the end of the lake, like never stood up, you know, kind of peered over the boat. Hey, why are you doing this? Uh, I don't know. Okay, cool. You know, and then like, because he was just trying to, just trying to uh, sort of ignite thought, right? So, so, you know, again, you know, like just, just kind of remember what your role is. And, you know, even, even if in that moment you are the coach, you're, you're, you're really just trying to, just trying to inspire thought. You're, you, you know, it's not about a whole bunch of directives, even like, you know, with my, my approach to coaching, I, I, it's not a lot of directives. It's more, you know, it's, it's a little bit of give and take, you know, what, what do you think? Why do you think you might be doing that? Well, what if you did this or, you know, it's, you can, um, you know, you can affect a lot of positive change with, with very few words. So I, I think, you know, um, just be, try to be precise. Um, from there, I think, keep in mind that, that your role as observer or, or, or coach of the day, um, <clears throat> it's supposed to be, um, I don't know what the word, like it needs to be, um, reciprocal, if you will. Like it's, uh, you're, you're, you're part of the project. You're not commanding the project. That's maybe a better way of saying it, right? Like you'd be, you'd be surprised how much your ski partner actually knows. And, and, and I, I take that with my coaching too. I'm not, you know, I'm not steering the ship. This is your project. I'm only here to help you kind of thing. So, um, make, make sure like, like acquiesce that power back to the person that you're trying to help. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to stand over them and tell them how much, you know, you you know, you're, you're only trying to help them with their project. So, you know, even, even before the set starts, like just if, if you know, that's what your role of the day is going to be, just give them a little, little reminder. Hey, what are you, what are you working on today? Awesome. So now all of a sudden, all of a sudden you've been invited inside their framework, their mental framework, right? Um, Hey man, today I really need to think about, um, I don't know, uh, keeping my hips up like simple, right? So now all of a sudden with that little bit of information, all of a sudden, wow, we're on the, all of a sudden you're on the same page, you're inside their framework. So now not saying that you're, you're not going to veer, you know, towards the, the periphery of that, or even outside of that, that little box, but, but at least you know where they're at and, and what they deem is the most important thing, because you can derail someone just in a heartbeat. If all of a sudden you go off on this, on this, you know, counter rotation thing where they're like, that's not even, you know, it wasn't even what, what their intent was for that set. I mean that you just you just uh, well number one, it's funny to me not funny to me it's amazing to me how much we you and I end up on the same page without ever discussing yeah. any of this stuff prior to to recording yeah. this stuff. So you know my my whole thing I was just about to dive into is that you know as a good ski partner you should like let let's say we we ski together you know every time we ski let's say you and I do right so yeah. We were out yesterday. You really had a good breakthrough with what you were working on. You were working on uh, just making sure to keep your hips up like you were just talking about. Right. So as a good as a good support cast, like you were just saying, you know, when we get in the boat the next morning, it's, you know, let's say we're we're meeting early. We're still having our coffee. I can see my my homies getting ready to ski. 
he's throwing his stuff on. We're chatting about, you know, the state of baseball or whatever it is before we go out. And, you know, they go to jump in. And the most important thing you could do at that moment right there is that when you're seeing this kind of chat go along as a, as a, the observer might be, Hey man, what are you going to work on this set? Uh, you know, are you going to, are you going to continue what you were doing? You know, we had a lot of success with that. Keep your hips up thing yesterday. You know, can you, can you keep that going? So going along with what you were talking about, it's really important to have that dialogue back and forth. Like as the skier, maybe share, you know, share what it is that your, what your goals are for that day. As the observer, if you don't get that kind of invite, then maybe you open the door to that conversation by asking a question of like, hey, what, what are your thoughts on this set? You know, what are, what are your, you know, what, what are you working on? And then as the observer, understand what it is that they're decided that they're going to work on and help them with that aspect. It's yeah. just like you said, don't derail them. Don't derail them and say, you know, they're working on hips up and you're to start talking about, you know, like you said, counter rotation or a tip here or there, you know, that, that, that we, we've got to get more angle across the lake and we've got to get this and, you know, things that could, could derail what they're working on. I mean, I think it, it's really important to, to have those things. Like when I get in the boat, let's say I jump in the boat with, you know, you and Brooks Wilson and, you know, and, uh, yeah, Corey, you know, Corey Humberg, you know, so we, we all jump in the boat. Am I, I mean, 10 years ago? Yeah. I would have, at the end of the lake, I would have jumped up because I would expect that people may maybe want to hear what I have to say. So I jump up and I give them this thought. Now I'm much yeah. more inclined to ask them, you know, before they jump in, like, Hey, what's been working for you? What, what have you been doing? You know, what, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. And then watch them ski while they're skiing. I'm way more close to that 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 mike ferraro uh discussion like maybe yeah. just ask a small question like but or try to understand like so wait in, in what you're trying to do what what are, what are your goals here you know as i'm watching them ski i would much rather right now for me personally have an idea of what i see with them skiing and then let's go have a discussion after we ski about more of the what the acute problem is and then let's build in the 30,000 foot understanding of why that problem exists and the moves to make to, to, to be moving along in a progressive manner. You know, I think that's like yeah. a, it's yeah. such a, it's such a key thing, you know what I mean? And, and mm -hmm. also, also as a, as a great ski partner slash observer slash driver slash whatever that person is, try to keep, try to always find the positives. You know, like, don't turn this into, you know, the, like, dude, why do you keep doing this? And, you know, the energy, the energy in the man, boat, you, you're wheeling so hard. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, you can wheelie. I can't, I've, no, I've never seen anyone wheelie that hard and still run a pass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and, and yeah, I mean, dude, you haven't skied good for like three weeks. You know, like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, right? these are basically quotes. These are basically quotes. So I've, I've heard all of this stuff and, and like, and like do a little, do a little soul searching. Just think, have I ever said something like that? Cause there's a good chance, you know, unless you're very careful with your words, there's a good chance you've said something along those lines. I, I was driving a tournament just on the weekend. Um, <clears throat> And the boat judge after this guy's opener said that was about the heart. That was about the worst pass I've ever seen anyone run, and still get all six. Way to go! <laughs> wow, confidence. I like, I like uh, so I, I had that conversation with him. You know, later, you know, it's like 
ah, I, I know it's funny, but, but, you know, people's, uh, people are a little more vulnerable when it comes to this, you know, surrounded by the stressors of a tournament. They well, say, exactly. Those, you know, watch and you, and you and I would know that you and I would know that because every, you know, for, for the most part, every one of, every time we open our mouths, it's going to have an impact, uh, yeah. you know, no matter what, what situation we're in. So, I mean, can you imagine if you had been the boat judge and dropped that? You know what I mean? Like the only way to, <laughs> the only way to drop that is <sighs> while laughing and understanding, like I would follow that up with you. I love it because when I ski like that, I know my next path yeah. is going to be spot on. You know what I mean? Like I've had that too, but you got it. You got to understand. I think you're getting worse. You, 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 you were way better last year, huh? <laughs> Man. You know, like, uh, yes. So you're right. For, you know, and it's not, it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be all roses, you know, when you're helping your buddies, but like you got to frame everything in a, in, in a, in a positive, you know, and, and that's not just complimentary, but also in a positive as in, you know, instead of saying, if, you know, if dropping your head is something that someone was working on, instead of saying, stop dropping your head, it'd be like, you know, Hey, through the reach, pick your eyes up, pick your gaze up, pick your head up, like frame it in a positive as a, as a dude, not a, not a don't, you know, so positive, you know, meaning obviously try not to get too, uh, too, too negative, but also, you know, try, try not to steer someone through what you don't want them to do. Try and steer them with what you do want to do. And then I think, for me, the last one would be, it was just simple, like just, just humility. And that's, you know, something I've learned with my coaching in the last 10 years that I, I wouldn't have had, or I didn't have, I wasn't as grounded in it. Um, when I was a younger coach for sure is cause you're going to be amazed what, what your ski partner or what the person you're coaching knows. Right. And, and so I'm asking a lot of questions. You want to, to try and, you know, elicit thought, but also I, I, I'm trying to learn. I want to know, like, like what, what is it that you're feeling right there? Cause it's absolutely amazing. You know, like, like how are you doing that? What's your directive? What was your thought process? Because, you know, that's going to help me help that person in the future. And, and it's going to help me help someone else, you know, going through a similar thing, or maybe it's something that I'm going to adopt on my own. So like humility is a, is a, is a, is a really, uh, powerful tool at, you know, if, if you're going to take on the coach's role for, for the day hundred forever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, uh, I just, I, I love the way you, you put things, you know, for me, I summed up what you just said in the fact that like, as you, as you progress as a human being progress as an adult, whatever you want to look at it, I would say, you know, the difference between me in the twenties to thirties to now forties, shh, don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> the forties is that I spend so much more time listening, you know, than speaking. And I think there's a couple of things that play into that, you know, ego, everybody, everybody in some fashion probably has a version of an ego and, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta understand that your skiing is your skiing. You know, the only time that your skiing is is put to the test and is put to is put to the to the limit is is when you go to a tournament. I mean, when I go to a tournament, all bets are off. I'm there to win. I don't care if your name is Jamie Beauchene, if your name is Trent, if your name is you know Bob from Minnesota. I want to win. That is my thought. That is what I'm there to do. But and and that's that's my job. That's what I that's 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 what I have put my focus on. But when you're in the boat, 
it's only you that is back there. It's only you that can change what happens. And so as the observer, all you can do is, is put that ego aside, put away, you stop thinking about yourself when they're skiing, you know, you know what I mean? Like, that's another thing you just always see. Like people are just trying to relate everything to your skiing because you want to understand your skiing more. But that does not mean that you then turn around and project that back at the person who's out there who may or may not actually have the same needs that you have. Although that just that just busted right into me um, with with a thought there that was, you know, actually most people that ski together have the same understanding and tend to struggle in a similar way. Have you seen that? Where like no, yes, actually, yes. And all three do the same stuff. Yeah, you, you know what? It's kind of funny. I'll, I'll share this really quickly because it, it absolutely uh, validates what, what you just said. I, I do a little bit of um, virtual coaching, like through uh, through video and, and telephone calls. Um, and just w- one of my guys sent me a video, um, and it was on his thirty two off setup. He rolled in on this gate that that just checks every box for 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 what. I don't want to say what, what was wrong, but I mean, hundred percent, we're, we're having to rebuild his gates. But when he rolled in on this, on this nice, slow, progressive gate turn in where he didn't have angle until he was almost at the first wake that someone in the boat, whoever's video commented, nice, nice soft gate. <laughs> I was just like, you know, and it's, that's not even, I'm not even poking fun, but it, it was, it, but it just validates exactly what you're saying. Yes. That, like their ski partners have the exact same understanding, the exact same goals. And, and then, so, you know, to some extent, I'm, I'm assuming probably the exact same shortcomings. So yeah, absolutely. That was interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, this is, this would be my suggestion to people. And, and, and now, uh, now that we're into this COVID thing for a, a, such a long time and, and we're, we're becoming more digital every day, no matter what, we are already on this path, but nowadays there's so, there's so much access to, video and to coaching and to things like that. I mean, you and I are tied into this give go app, uh, for coaching and, and, but there's, there's other guys doing, uh, you, you could find ways to get to pros or to professional coaches. And, and so my suggestion is, you know, if you, if you like what, what you and I are saying, then come, come, come give us a look at, at give go. Uh, and then, and then start working with us. And then what you do is you, you tell your buds like, Hey, I'm going to get a lesson from Trent. Um, and, and, and that's what, you know, and, and you go through that process and then, then as the observer and the, and the friend of the person who just got the coaching, you ask them what, so what did he tell you to do? What are you working on? How is it working? And start to understand that. And then the goal would be not to try to interject your thoughts into their skiing. It's to be a positive reflection and uh, mirroring what you're seeing to the skier who is working on yeah. that professional coach's information, you know, yeah. and I, yeah. I think it's really, really big that way. And, and everybody should, like I was just saying, with how easy it is to take an iPhone video, a, a good quality one, you know, not shaky, not, you know, have, have an observer take it with an iPhone, put that thing sideways, stop holding it up and down. I don't understand that, that, that gig. Hold the, hold the phone sideways, take a, take, try to keep them in the middle of the picture. Do not be looking above the camera, watching them ski and sort of filming, you know, like really jump in there as that, as that, as that videographer for that set, 
and get some quality quality um, footage. And then what I tell people to do is, you know, send me your second hardest pass, the pass that you make, yeah. they make, but you might struggle a little bit. And do I want you to film until you get a perfect one? No, show me, show me the one where it all goes to heck and, and you got to scrap your way out of it. Show me, show me too, you know, but you can get those videos so easy and then search out. If you have a coach that you've been reading their articles and you love them, then search, search out that coach. Find them on Facebook, find them on Instagram, you know, direct message them, do whatever it is. See if they're willing to do it. Uh, you know, that that's a that's a way to do it. Or you know, like like I said, go go to the apps that people are coaching on right now that it's already in existence and find some of us, but get some coaching. And then I tell people this all the time. I want it early in the year. We talked about this on a different episode. I want it early in the year. And then guess what? You've done these things for thousands of hours. So yeah. For, for the things that are, that we need to work on, or you could say the things that are wrong or insufficient or however nice, nice way we want to say it and give the award. Um, you know, the, you've been doing these improper techniques for thousands of hours. So you're going to go get coaching from Trent. He's going to give you those ideas uh, that you need to be working on. Now you have a year that that's what you need to focus on. You don't need to focus on these thoughts that your ski buddies have. You need to focus on what the professional coach saw and then have your ski buddies on board with what you're looking to achieve and keep have them keep on you with visions like, hey, that was a great pass. Really noticed, you know, when, when Trent told you to do yeah, this, yeah. like that's showing up right there. Or, hey, bud. You're, you're, you're going, it looks to me like you're not highlighting those, those coaching items that you received and that you're maybe sliding backwards into your older, older habits, Yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that's, I just think it's a really important, important piece of advice for people. 